In Cadiz, Spain, the beaches are everything. Purple and blue, paint mixture sunsets and breezy afternoons. You can never get this at New England beaches. They have almost everything there on the beaches too. When I went there for vacation, there were these green colored pull-up bars that were almost directly across from my homestay parents' house. My friend and I would often go there to work out. We would hopscotch over the hot sand and see jack dudes, even children, on the bars readily attempting to acquire a body that they thought was perfect for the summer. We too wanted to create the unachievable summer body. One hot sunny afternoon, near midway through our trip, we came back from the short excursion for our summer program. We strolled to those green monkey bars and decided to do some push day exercises. There was this one pretty young looking dude. He had his shirt off, unsurprisingly, and wore long adidas sweatpants in sweltering weather. His phone was holding on to dear life outside his pocket and his headphones were rolled around his ears. He could not have been older than 14. After a while, he started one of my favorite push-up exercises. In my Latin American Spanish, remember I'm in Spain, I approached him and told him he looked pretty strong. He laughed and talked in a pre-puberty voice and told me that he was 12. He asked me if I smoked and I was quite astonished that he would ask that right after we began to talk. I said no and then he asked if I drank. I again replied no. I asked if he drank alcohol. He replied without hesitation, yes, I do it pretty often. A 12-year-old drinking alcohol often? I asked him some other questions. Do you think alcohol is good for you? I asked this in a more curious rather than judgmental manner. This 12-year-old was already extremely interesting. He knocks on his chest and smiles. Alcohol is good for my heart. I drink so I can stay healthy. I turn immediately and share an open-eyed look with my friend. Before I went to Cadiz, I imagined this place to be a sunny, beautiful, beachy paradise. I was correct, except for the deep canyons aligned with the colored, sometimes even peachy houses and shops in the El Parte Antigua of Cadiz. It is indescribable. Always clear, bright blue skies, dry, not humid, warm to hot air, and then you have the bustling conversations, rapid-fire Spanish where ends of words are consumed in dialects and S and C's are pronounced as th. Old, dilapidated castles standing on corners, poked with a few holes for windows, and a sum a couple cannons lying unused for centuries. This is a place for captivation. There is just so much in such a little place. And that is what I thought at first. I was overwhelmed. I did not know how to comprehend that this place could be home to so much rich history and culture. And even though this is a hot tour spot, I always wanted to know more about the people who lived here.
Back at those monkey bars near the beginning of our trip, I was working out with the same friend under a peachy plum layered sunset. The breeze was cold, but we felt pretty warm. This was before I met the 12 year old. When I was demonstrating some calisthenics holds, the people doing pull-ups beside us walked towards us. Damn, dude, you're strong, the first dude said. Let's call him Alex. His friend appears behind him. How long have you been doing calisthenics for? Another friend asks. His name, Marco. This felt new. The previous treatment we had was pretty rough. My friend and I were two Asian dudes in a place where we only saw one Asian person in the entirety of the city. Many times, I remember, this one random dude would come up to us and say, Ohayou gozaimasu, and that's a greeting in Japanese, but we're Chinese. And here we are at 10.30 talking to a group of Kadi students around my age. We exchange little conversation. It's very awkward. After finishing my set, I ask him, So, do you like it here at Cadiz? No, Alex replies. Why? I follow up. It's because Cadiz is terrible for us. For people like you and me, who are teenagers, Cadiz is not a good place to grow up in. Children, at a very young age, from 18 to 14, drink alcohol and get drunk in order to fit in. They do drugs too. It's all peer pressure. I don't think anyone really enjoys it. I could not really comprehend what I was hearing. I asked him again, but phrased it differently. It's not just that as well, Alex continues. The economy here at Cadiz is very bad. There are many unemployed workers here who cannot do anything. And he is right. Cadiz is Spain's highest unemployed city at 25.94%. That's incredibly staggering if you think that every one in four adults literally does not have a job. So how do they manage to live here? Pickpocketing. Alex answers. In El Parte Antigua de Cadiz, the streets are so narrow that there are so many people that pickpocket and scammers live there and make a living some way or another. I processed what he had just said in my head. First, there is an alcohol and drug problem, and second, Cadiz's economy is horrible. So what else is there that I don't know from simply visiting Cadiz like a tourist? Marco steps up. His girlfriend is behind him. And do you see this? He points to the milky sky, the layers of sand, and the lapping waves. You begin to hate this. The waves are calming under his very soothing voice. Every day, it's always blue skies, no clouds, only the burning sun. There is nothing enjoyable here anymore. You get out of school, and where do you go? The beaches? El Parte Antigua? It is very repetitive. The third friend comes forward. His voice is barely audible under the waves. 
I want to go higher up in Europe and see snow. The three nod their heads, and they continue discussing with us their desires to venture away from the crap hole of Cadiz into Germany, Sweden, and the US to see a more different world, away from the repetitiveness, peer pressure, and terrible economy here at Cadiz. This is really eye-opening. The 12-year-old we had met later, the one in the beginning of this story, I asked him the alcohol question just because of what I had heard. The 12-year-old still surprised me with his answer. As I enjoyed the rest of my trip there, I saw how easy it is for tourists and people retiring there to enjoy those beaches and sunsets but at the same time how horribly repetitive it must feel for the younger generations, trapped in this never-ending cycle of bare skies and heat. Then I think to myself how biased I am. I come from Massachusetts, a pretty well-off area. So obviously, hearing children drinking alcohol and a 26% employment rate is awful, but clearly this is not as bad. In fact, Many other tourist locations are exactly like Cadiz, fueled by vacationers and filled with pickpocketers and an over-dependent economy. Cadiz is my first view on the world, but this isn't the world's first view of Cadiz. In fact, alcohol peer pressuring in Cadiz is universal too. In Mali, for example, ignoring the fact about peer pressuring, the drinking age is 15, not too far from what I've heard here in Cadiz. In China, children sometimes drink alcohol too. This experience I learned and dealt with in Cadiz feels more severe because of the way I had first viewed Cadiz. Cadiz seems like a paradise where everything's perfect. When something is slightly off, the problem comes off worse. For example, if we bite into an apple expecting it to be sour, it will come off sweeter than if we weren't expecting it. I still remember that time where Alex told me that it did not matter what your age was, you could walk into a shop, buy alcohol and leave, even if you were a child. Cadiz indeed seemed worse after talking to them, but Cadiz is not the sole tourist location that experiences this kind of problems. Going to Cadiz broadened my perspective. These beautiful vacation locations are often riddled with internal strife or dissatisfaction. So the next time you go somewhere on a vacation, talk to some of the locals, both adults and children. Get to know the place as a living spot rather than a tour spot. It greatly helps change your view on the world. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the other episodes on HotPot as well as our social media platforms such as Instagram and TikTok. Our YouTube now has other recordings for, let's say, cooking or if you're cleaning, so make sure to check out those too. We would greatly appreciate it if you could spread the word out too. Thank you.